Pastor Kevin Gerald and his wife Sheila are with us this weekend, and they were dynamic at our marriage conference. And uh, you don't want to miss next year's conference. But they're here again with us this morning. I'm so grateful for friends. You know, I'm not looking for connections. I like friends. How many know what I'm talking about? I like friends. I like to do life with people. They're, they're, they're just the best. I look at them, and I'm like, I want to know you for the rest of my life. And uh, he is an incredible preacher, an incredible man of God, incredible wife, uh, grandfather, and pastor of an, a dynamic church in Washington, multiple thousands of people, so a couple campuses, and he has just been a voice to America and outside of the country. He's an author. You're going to hear a little bit about his book. It's amazing. I think we sold out of the books and it's already been, it's only been second service. They brought cases. I'm telling you, it's that good. But here at Fellowship Church, I love our church because we respond no matter who's preaching because we're a loud church. We amen the preacher. We're excited. We're leaning in. Grab your phones to take some good notes today. We give all the glory to God, but we have no problem honoring a man. And let's all stand to our feet today as we show honor and welcome the one and only Pastor Kevin Gerald, everybody. Okay, Psalm 1. You ready? Say, my heart's open. My mind's mind's ready. Make me better, God, by your word. We are in Psalm 23, by the way. Psalm 23. Go to Psalm 23. Now say with me, make me better, God, by your word. I receive it. I believe it. I won't be the same again. In Jesus' name. Psalm 23, verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths, along the right paths. I'm on the right path for His name's sake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley. Okay, we just did three verses and then we just came to the fourth verse. And I want you to remember that if you would. Verse number four. Verse number four, okay? Because I might refer back to it. I want you to remember that there was a shift that happened after the first three verses of walking beside uh, still waters and, and, and being in green pastures. We now arrive at verse four. And verse four reads like this, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness, surely your goodness, and your love will follow me all the days, all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord till somebody makes me mad, (laughs) till the pastor says something I don't like, (laughs) not what it says, thank you over here, come on, somebody shout no, No. that's not what it says, it says, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord, how long? Say it again. How long? 
Okay, so this is a snapshot of what the path of God's favor looks like in our lives. In other words, sometimes you're walking in green pastures, and you're beside still waters, and then other times you are in a dark valley, or you are surrounded by your enemy. But somebody say right path. Say it again, right path. So even though the, 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 you go into the valley, it doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. You're still on the right path. The path of God's favor is like this in our life. And, and when you go into a valley like this, the psalmist is, is showing us so, something that all of us can learn from. When I read, when I read the 23rd Psalm, it, I was so challenged by it, and... and, and the reason I was challenged is because I have to admit that sometimes I've gone into a dark valley and I didn't see the rod and I didn't see the staff. And sometimes when I felt like all hell broke loose in my life, I did not see the table. I didn't see the table that was prepared for me. Anybody else like that? Don't leave me out here by my own. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, confession is good, right? <laughs> and, 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 and I've been that way, but this, this Psalms, he challenges me. To, to cause me to want to see it. Like he causes me to, to just want to look a little bit more. And, and to see what God has for me, even on the darkest day, even when my back is up against the wall, to really see that God has not forsaken me. We often don't see what's right in front of us. I was standing in a, in a men's, or in a restroom, I should say. Sorry, a public restroom. And I was washing my hands. And the door opened to my right. And a lady walked in. And our eyes met. And as, as uh, our eyes met, I was trying to make her feel a little bit of relief from the tension because I could tell she's embarrassed and, and she's apologizing. She's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And so I look at her and I said to her, you, you are in the wrong restroom with a big smile on my face. She's saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She turns, she halfway out the door, she turned around, she looks at me and she says, no, you are in <laughs> the wrong <laughs> restroom. Now it's my turn to be embarrassed, so... But I get halfway out the door, I'll never forget, and, and I couldn't help myself. I had to look for myself. I had to, there's that sign. It, it is huge. It, it's Isla. It says ladies. <laughs> and I am thinking to myself, Kevin, how did you not see the sign? But people don't see what people don't see. We often don't see what's right in front of us. I was just a little guy. My mom and dad were shopping, uh, and they got separated in a big mall. And when they came back together, my dad looks at my mom, and he says to her, Barbara, where is Kevin? And my mom looks at him, and he's getting really insistent. Barbara, where, where, where is our son? And then she starts to laugh, and she's laughing so hard, she just can't hardly help herself, which only makes him more irritated. 
And he is like, Barbara, we brought Kevin. Where is Kevin? This is not funny. <laughs> and finally, my mom is able, like while she's laughing, to just kind of point like this. This whole time, my dad was holding me. I'm, 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 I'm right here. I'm, I fell asleep. I was on his shoulder. But people don't see what people don't see. And what we don't see doesn't mean that it's not there. It just means that our eyes are not trained to look for it. Come on, somebody. Sheila and I were uh, on an island in Hawaii, and it was like mid-morning, and we're walking along the sidewalk, the sand to my left, the water beyond the sand, and I leave the sidewalk to my right, and, there's a, and I head toward a, sun, a sunglass hut. And it was one of those huts, you know, where the whole front canopy opens up, and looking out at the ocean, and I go over, and I, and I take my sunglasses off, and I Say to the guy, do you have a rag that I can buy or would you mind, you know, just cleaning my sunglasses for me? And, and the guy behind the counter, he's like real full of energy and life. And he's all lit up and all excited. And he takes the glasses, my glasses out of my hand. And just one move, like he puts another pair of sunglasses out in front of me. And he says, try these on. Turn around and look out at the ocean. And... I'm like, no, 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 man, I'm good. I, I just want, I, I like my sunglasses. I just, just want to clean them. Like, and he's like, no, 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 I got you. Like, I got you. I, I'm going to clean. I'm going to take care of you, man. I'm going to take care of you. But just, you got to do this. Like, while I'm, while I'm cleaning your sunglasses, like, like, put these on. Like, and he's just like insistent. Like, put these on. You won't believe it. Like, put them on. Turn around and look out at the ocean. So the next few moments kind of went down. This way, let me just show you how it happened. I went like this, I put them on, I turned around, and I went, wow, 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 wow. Everything changed in a moment. Like, wow, wow, wow. Okay, now, the reason why everything changed like that is because that was the first time I'd ever tried on polarized lens before. And let me tell you a little bit about polarized lens. You've got, you've got vertical lines of light, and you've got horizontal light. Horizontal light is a reflection. It's the sun reflecting off the sidewalk, the sand, the ocean, right? And it just goes, bounces up into the air, and it just creates this. And you don't realize it, but it creates a distortion. And it just kind of blocks your visibility. But when you put on polarized lenses, it eliminates all of the horizontal light. And you literally, it's like cuts through everything, and you literally see things that were there all along. You just weren't seeing them. My wife's standing a, a few feet away from me a day, and I'm like, Sheila, there are boats out there. <laughs> Sheila, there are, there are surfers 
out there. And, and, and I remember saying to her, I see land. Like, there, what? That is an island. Another, I, like, I can literally see land way out there in the distance. Because I'm, I, I, I'm looking through a different lens than what I was looking through just moments before. So here's what today is all about. At the risk of annoying some of you, I'm the guy, and I'm going to be just as persistent as that little guy was that day in that sunglass hut. I'm going to, the next few minutes, I'm going to do everything I can. I'm going to be holding out an opportunity for, for all of you to begin to see to begin to see the good things in your life at a whole nother level. I'm telling you today that there are things that you're blessed with that you're not noticing. There are things in your life that you are not seeing. And there are some of you right now, you're like, I started to be that day. You're just a little stubborn. You're like, I just came to church. Don't be like trying to... Don't be trying to get me all. I ain't going to try that on. Like, I ain't, I'm good. I'm good. I like my lenses like they are. And I'm going to keep on pushing here. Because some of you, you are so ready to begin to see your life through the lens of God's favor. You know, there's people that are here in church today, and you're like, you're like, you know, uh, I don't know why everybody's like so happy. Like, do you guys not know that there are problems in the world right now? <laughs> like, there's really some people in this room. I'm absolutely sure that when we're celebrating and we got hands up and we're clapping and we're cheering, some of you are like, did you not read the newspapers? Like, have you not watched the news? Like, this is not a good time. How can you guys be so happy? You must be really shallow. That's what some people are thinking. Like, you must be really shallow. Nope. How about we just flip the page right here? How about I say to some of you, you've been paying too much attention to the news and the bad report. And what's going on that's negative in your life right now? How about I say to some of you, there's a whole lot more good than you are noticing and seeing in your life Today, <laughs> some of you are like, you're like, you're like, man, don't you realize like our, our country is in crisis, like the political thing, it is goofy, it is crazy, like, people are fighting, they don't like each other, people tearing each other down, going on social media, attacking each other, each other the political thing and all that, and some of your souls, you're still so wrapped up and worried about Who's leading what? I just want to tell you, like, you know, if you came to church today and your mind is consumed with all of that worry, and all, there is an option for you. And it is a legitimate option. Because there are some of us who have decided in our heart that our trust is not in man. We're not trusting in who is in leadership. Come on, or who is in government. We decided a long time ago that our trust is in the name of the Lord.
Wow, 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 wow. Luke eleven thirty four. Jesus said, the lamp of the body is the eye. The lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, somebody shout good eyes. Yeah. Say it again, good eyes. Yeah. Your whole body, he says, will be full of light. But when your eye is bad, your whole body also is full of darkness. Jesus is not referring here to our natural eyes, but rather to the way that we see the world. He's referring to our beliefs and our assumptions and our overall perspective and our outlook on life. And what Jesus was saying, hear me out on this, what Jesus was saying is that the eye can be good or the eye can be bad. And he's saying that our eyes affect what we don't see or what we see. What we attract, what we draw in, what we experience, or what we miss out on in our lives. He's literally saying that you can have bad eyes and it's like somebody closes the shutters on the window of your soul. And it just gets dark. And, and no matter what's happening, I mean, good things can be happening, but your soul is dark. Something good can happen to you and, and you can literally think, yeah, well, this won't last. And you can't even enjoy the good because your soul is, is dark. He's saying that if your eye is good, it's like opening up the shutters. It's like opening up the shades. And your soul gets full of light. Your spirit gets full of light. Your mind gets full of light. And if that's happening, then it doesn't matter what's going on around you, you still got a song in your soul. You still got joy in your spirit. You still can walk through a dark valley and that eye, that good eye, looks around and finds the rod and says, I knew it, I knew it. Finds the staff, and yep, there you are, I see you. You can have enemies on every side, like all hell can break loose in your life. And adversity on the right, and adversity on the left, and adversity behind you. And you can be like you're up against the ropes in life. But if your eye is good, if your eye is good, if your eye is good, your soul will be bright. Your outlook will be light. You'll be looking around. You'll be looking around and saying, I know there's a table around here somewhere. Come on, there's a table. There's a table. Let me give you a little bit of science behind it. This is the way God made you, okay? This is how you're created. God created you like this. And, and, and that is that all of us have in our brain something called the reticular activator system. The RAS. And the role of the, the, the reticular 
activator system is to take notes when you're a child of what you are noticing and then to show you more of what it thinks you want to see more of. Okay? So for me, as a boy growing up, for example, I, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm a St. Louis Cardinals baseball fan. And so a, a long time ago, like I'm buying Cardinal baseball cards. I'm buying Cardinal shirts and Cardinal caps. And, and, and I'm pretending I'm one of them. And they are my heroes. And like I can still name all of them today, like St. Louis Cardinal baseball, Orlando Cepeda, Lou Proc. Kurt, Flood, Mike, Shannon, Dow, Matt. These guys were like in the 70s and 80s. Sorry, all you young people. Like, but, but that, it's still there. I walk into a busy airport today, and if somebody is wearing a St. Louis Cardinal baseball cap, this little scribe goes to work, and I see that cap. Because this little scribe, a long time ago, said, Kevin loved the Cardinals. Kevin loved the Cardinals. Show Kevin the Cardinals. Show Kevin the Cardinals. Show Kevin the Cardinals. Kevin likes the Cardinals. Kevin likes the Cardinals. Show Kevin the Cardinals. Show Kevin the Cardinals. I look past all kinds of other cats. I see that one. Right? Some of you, it's a, it's a certain model car. Have you ever, like if you've ever shopped for a car and you study it, you research it, you're like, man, that car, oh, awesome, like, gas mileage, I love the size, and you're like, man, I just love that car. You, you didn't even really notice it before. Now you see it everywhere. You buy one, and you think, man, alive, everybody's got one, you know? <laughs> Young people do this with clothes or shoes, like, like, man, you know, a few years ago, it was Converse, Converse, everywhere you look, Converse, Converse, I don't know what it is, Adidas, uh, Nike, whatever, like, your eyes, your favorite, like go, my wife, she walks in Nordstrom, it's shoe department, shoe department, shoe department, shoe department. Yeah, but the men's is over here. Lady shoe department. <laughs> That's how God wired you. That's how God made you. And that, that little scribe in your mind is showing you what it thinks you want to see more of. Okay? Now, you might say, I don't really want to see more of that. I don't, that's not really what I'd like to, but your, 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 your RAS doesn't know that. Your little scribe is just throwing that your direction. And your little scribe is like showing you that over and over and over again. There, the actress named Drew Barrymore, when they were making a, a movie called E.T., years and years ago, Drew Barrymore was on set. She was real young at that point. And she became infatuated with hearts. She started noticing hearts everywhere where other people weren't seeing hearts. And this just continued day by day, week by week, year by year. A couple years ago, she released a book. And I, and I think it's called See It in Everything. And it's all the photos she's taken over many years where she'll see a heart. She sees, she looks in the sky. Whoop, there's a heart-shaped cloud. Doo-doo, takes a picture of it. She, she, she's looking at food. She sees in salads. She snaps it. There's a heart. You're going, yeah, I guess it is. That's a heart. But Drew sees it. 
She, she sees hearts like where no one else sees hearts, like fruit trees. She's got pictures of fruit trees. And it's in the shape of a heart. Because the little scribe is like, Drew loves hearts. Show Drew a heart. Drew wants to see hearts. Drew loves hearts. Show Drew the heart. Some of you, your little scribe has been showing you the wrong thing because it thinks you want to see it. And today, I am here to tell you that you can train your little scribe <laughs> Come on, is anybody serious about wanting to see the good things? Now, before you start just assuming like, well, you know, this is just one of those, you know, positive thinking kind of thing. No, 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 no. I want to tell you, this will change your life, change your future. A woman 27 years ago, when I was a very young pastor, younger pastor. <laughs> what would I have been then? About 12, I think. And I walked in my office one day, and she's waiting there um, and, and has this look on her face, and I know we got we had problems. And they, they were, we had a small congregation. I knew them, and they, this lady, I said, come, let's talk. And we went into a room, and she started telling me, I'm done with my marriage. I'm finished with my husband. I'm like, what, what is wrong? Uh, he's, you know, he's always so busy. He cares so much about his business. And he he's, doesn't help around the house. And she's just going down the list of what she... And I'm waiting for a big thing. I'm waiting for something monumental to come out of her mouth. And it's not there. So finally, I realized what's going on. And, and I got a piece of paper and a pencil. And, and I said, can you tell me one good thing about your husband? I'm like, well, just one. And... She's like, oh, okay, well, he's a good dad. Like, he, let's go write that down. Like, write, write it down. No, number one, good dad. Good dad. Good dad. She said, our kids adore him, Pastor. She elaborates on it. Good, good dad. Okay, is, is, is there another thing you can tell me? Like, that's good about uh, Wow, well, he's a, he's a great provider. He's... Great in business, and so he works really hard. And I'm like, right, 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 right. Good in business, great provider, works really hard. And then I said to her, I want you to take this list today, and I want you to look at it every day and several times a day. When, you're, when your mind starts to go in the other direction. I, I, want you to, I want you to look at all that your husband is. And all the good that he is. So a year ago Christmas, I got a little card from her. Her name is Terry. She said, Pastor, I don't know if you remember. And of course I, I did. But she said, I don't know if you remember 27 years ago or 25 years ago. She said, um, I came into your office and you had me make a list. And I still have that list today. And I just wanted to write and tell you thank you again. Because she said, it's, it's occurred to me where I am right now. 
She said, it occurred to me where we are. She said, I, I, I'm like more in love with my husband like than, than I ever have been. And, and, and our children, Pastor, they all are in the church. They're all part of the church and, and grown up in the church. And not only that, Pastor, my grandchildren, should I come to Champion Center? I'm so proud. My grandkids are now serving in the house of the Lord. And, and she says, it scares me to think about what would have happened that day if you had not put that piece of paper out there and got my attention off of some of the petty stuff that I was thinking about and the stuff I was focused on because I now have a legacy that I would have never, I'm talking to somebody in this room, you need to realize today there's a whole lot more at stake in terms of what you're looking at what you are focused on. There's some of you that the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And he wants to take away your marriage. And he wants to take away your, your future. And he wants to take away your legacy. And when I talk about starting to see the good, I'm not just talking about having a, 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 you know, a more positive outlet and that's it. I'm talking about when you start, your eyes get good. I'm just telling you, your eyes get good, your soul gets good. When your soul gets good, your marriage gets good. When your marriage gets good, come on, your home gets good. When your home gets good, your life gets good. When, you're, when, when, and when your eyes are better, your job is better. Your church is better. <laughs> As a pastor over the years, I've, I've, you know, get a lot of emails and stuff and people, and it's just amazing how in one, in one week, I'll get, you know, I mean, this is happens periodically, I'll get, you know, I'll get an email from someone who attended or came or has come for a while, and they're just like, I'm, you know, don't like the church, it's too noisy, and, and it's loud, and, and all them young people drive me crazy, and... <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, and it was crowded. I was crowded in the parking lot, and it's all crowded, and like, and you know, and, and and blah 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 blah. And then there'll be another email, boom, right behind it, Pastor Kevin. <laughs> I want to thank you. I'm so excited about all the young people in our church, <laughs> Pastor Kevin. I'm so excited. Like it was crowded in the parking lot. Awesome. I went and checked my kids in over at the, I had to wait in line, but it's really cool to see all those parents bringing their children to church. And thank you for the security that you offer where I check my children in. It's a safe place, and you guys really care about keeping my family safe. Same week. Come on. Same church. Somebody shout good eyes. Good Say it again, good eyes. Good Say it again, good eyes. Good so a good life, like a good book, is made up of many chapters. A chapter is a chapter. It's not the story. We're going to bring this back around. You guys okay? Everybody well? We're going to bring it back around. A, a good life, the life you want, is like a good book. There, there will be many chapters. But a chapter is a chapter, it's not the story. 
If there's one phrase I want you to leave here with today, it's a chapter is 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 a chapter. We got to get rid of the mindset that that assumes that I'm only in the favor of God if I'm in the first three verses. We got to quit that kind of thinking, folks. The favor of God is with us and on us, and it doesn't eliminate the dark valley. God just stays with us when we get in the dark valley. Somebody needs to hear this today. Come on, somebody needs to be encouraged today. How many of you, you've heard of Tyler Perry? Tyler Perry, the great screenwriter, movie producer. If you were to rip a chapter out of Tyler's life, 28 years old, sleeping in his car. He was an abused child. He grew up in extreme poverty, 28 years old. Somehow, Tyler knew what I'm telling you today that a chapter is just a chapter. It's just a chapter. There's a girl named Bethany Hamilton, 18 years old. She won the Women's World Surfing Championship. Rip a chapter out of her, her life and you'll find that at 13 years old, a shark severed her arm completely off her body. How does, how does a person with that kind of trauma get back up on a surfboard and not just go surfing recreationally? But how does a person become the world champion? It's because she knew what I'm telling you today. And that is that a chapter is a chapter. I don't know if, it's, I don't know if it was called divorce in your life, but a chapter is a chapter. I don't know if it was titled abuse in your life, but a chapter is a chapter, is a chapter. I don't know if it was called failure in business, but I'm here to tell you that a chapter is a chapter, is a chapter. And I, I really feel God with us right now. I feel the presence of God at work. And I'm praying that somebody here who desperately needs to lay hold of them will get it into your soul. And you will recognize in all things, in all things, quit calling it bad. Quit, quit just calling it 
a huge regret because in all things we serve a God who works together. Come on, he works it together. You know, a lot of people, they've heard that verse and they think, they just, when they're thinking about it, thinking that the verse says, well, in all good things, God works. No, 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 no. It doesn't read that way. It says, in all things, God works. In all things, God works. Are you with me? I, I'm sorry. I'm taking a little bit longer. I, you're, you're, my, you're my last one of the day. Like, I've been waiting for you all day. <laughs> Can I just encourage you? Come on, can I just, I feel like I might be saving somebody's life, literally, right now. And, and I know some of you, some of you absolutely, you are not gonna try on the frames today, but I'm pulling for somebody who's, who's about to have the courage, who's about to say, you know, I, I'm telling you today, I bought the glasses, and there's some of you in the room God's plan for you to be here from the foundation of the world. And today is your turnaround day for God to do something brand new in your heart and in your life. Okay, so here's what I want you to know. I don't want you to concentrate on what's bad or what's wrong. Or I just want you to learn this one thing today. A chapter is just a chapter, a chapter, a chapter. Why? Because we serve a good God who takes and mixes the first three verses into the fourth verse, into the fifth verse, and you come out at the sixth. If you just have the right lens and the lens of God's favor on, you will see God on the good day and you will see God on the not so good day. And even when you don't feel like it's good, you are, you are declaring God is good. God is good all the time. So God is with me all the time. God is for me all the time. God is working something good. And surely, surely, somebody needs to hear this, surely, goodness and mercy and love are gonna follow me all the days I call it favor forever favor forever all the days of my life How many of you want to call God good today? Come on, you want to finalize? See, here's the deal. Some of you, if, if you're looking for a book, and by the way, I, this is the deal. Glasses on the front. That's what this book, Good Things, is all about. I'm sharing with you today. But if you're looking for a book that, that just is going to talk about... Here's the question everybody has. A lot, not everybody, but a lot of people. If God is good, then Why? My book doesn't answer the why. My book is all about eliminating the if. 
There's people a lot smarter than me maybe that would take on that other topic. I'm just not that smart. But I do know, I do know this. When you settle in your heart that God is good no matter what. I, I take the if off of the sentence and I declare that God is good all the time. When you get that in your heart and you get that in your mind, that we have a good, good father. And if a good father cares for the needs of his children, how much more does our heavenly father want to do good things for those who ask him?